0: It is time for me to give my official review of no-lifing Spider-Man 2, the video game. Because when I tell you this is the sole reason I have a PlayStation, I mean it. (laughs) Back with 2018, I don't know when it came out. I think it was 2018, 2019. When Spider-Man PS4 came out, I unfortunately had an Xbox during the lead up to Spider-Man PS4. So what did I do? Did the old Switcheroo, went to GameStop, you know, got my uh return for $9.98 for a whole console, got my PS5 and I was good to go. So from there, I never looked back.
1: I was always like I am a PlayStation Sony pony. And ladies and gentlemen, This game right here, from the 2018 Spider-Man PS4, to the 2020
0: Miles Morales DLC, to the 2023 Spider-Man 2 video
1: game, when it comes to trilogies, this is up there with the greatest. Like the
0: greatest gaming trilogies, like this is the type of game where you can't even compare it to other superhero games. You have to start comparing it to games like The Last of Us, the game like Uncharted, games like... I got to throw some Xbox games in there so y'all don't think I'm a fanboy for real. The uh, Games like... <laughs> I'm not trying to be funny. I'm trying to think, what do Xbox have? I mean, they just recently had Starfield, so let's, let's stick with that. Uh, games like Starfield... Um, what does xbox have i'm not even trying to be funny high five rush i'm trying to think about legacy games for xbox yeah i can't think of any i'm sorry y'all may think i'm a sony pony but literally xbox does not have any legacy games like what halo like y'all trash that game after a while y'all was like uh infinite's cool but not anymore i was like what what happened so anyways um yeah spider-man 2 is compared to just games now not just superhero games So Insomniac has put Spider-Man on a level where character-wise, story arc-wise, it is held up in the highest of highs as far as video game tiers, right? So what I'm going to do is I'm going to cover Spider-Man 2 from characters, and I'm going to touch on the story as I go from character to character. Obviously, we're going to save the Spider-Man for last but i'm gonna go through characters see what pops into my mind give you my thoughts over the gameplay the story and that's basically it i mean as far as the sales i didn't really want to get into that too much it sold well i believe um i actually didn't look up the sales that's like the first time i ever didn't look up sales for a video game i'm not trying to like i don't think it was anything bad like i think i saw somewhere where mario uh outsold it as far as like A week after because you know mario apparently right now is like one of the greatest games since the the, um mario and yoshi game i forget what that was like super mario world or something like that for the nintendo ds like now they're saying like this mario game is on on par with that so that's like outselling
1: spider-man at the moment but if i had to look up sales interesting Seems like it's not the greatest, honestly. I mean,
0: first week, of course, because people got to buy the game. But after they bought it... Oh, after after they bought it... (laughs) Can y'all tell I can't talk? I was playing. After they bought it, I think the engagement went down. It probably had something to do about the game being supremely short. I know this is one thing I do want to address. A lot of people are like, I don't know if it landed on me because you know how they say if the shoe fits, wear it. Well, I'm wearing it. People are saying... If you know life the game, how are you gonna complain about it being short? Well, let me tell you something. I know life Elden Ring, and it ain't take me no two to three days. Like, I beat this game, Spider Man 2, I'm talking about, in two to three de- days. Elden Ring, I've been no life in for the longest, still ain't beat the game. I swear I got like 40 to 50 plus hours on that game. I mean, I'm close to finishing. I probably will finish it, you know, when the DLC is announced to lead up to it. but you can know life a game and still not finish it. Spider-Man 2 is around 20 to 30 hours full platinum uh, completion. Not just beating the main story. I heard the main story is like 20 hours at most. but <clears throat> 30 hours is the most for platinuming the game. Which if you don't know, is when you get all the trophies in a video game. And it seemed like Insomniac purposely made... To, uh, the trophies easy to get so you would platinum the game so they could be like oh y'all not getting your games platinum like us well that's my first critique Spider-Man 2 is very short it's like they really went in and calculated how much content should we give consumers for $70 it's literally like Insomniac or the higher-ups whatever went up and was like hey $70 how much content should we slice that down to and if you look at it, it's like five dollars and in uh it five dollars an hour sorry i can't do math give me a second let me see 20 times five no that's not it (laughs) uh let's see 70 divided by let's do let's say the most like let's let's give them the benefit of the the doubt let's say 30 so you're paying like three to four dollars an hour on spotify i mean not spotify on spider-man 2 obviously i rounded up a lot but you know you get what I'm saying um <laughs> uh, yeah so the sales aren't really out out of this world they basically are saying that Starfield picked up and then Spider-Man 2 broke like his legs as far as like its rise and ascension but now it's like kind of leveled out and Mario's kind of overtaking them and they said Spider-Man 2 sold more on day one than Starfield did it's not a console debate I'm not into that that's not really my cup of tea. I think console debates are set for people who actually get paid by the by either company, you know. Like if um, Phil Spencer came out he was like, "You know what? Xbox Game Pass kind of trash." Then I'll be like, "Whoa, hold on now." <laughs> but, you know, for a random Sony pony to say Xbox Game Pass is trash, they have no equity in it. They literally are 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 flag or oh, not flag. What's it called? Gang what's it what's it called? The rapping for a gang that they're not even getting paid for it. Isn't that crazy? Anyways, um, okay, this is the stat I was looking for. So they said Super Mario Bros. Wonder has topped the UK physical charts for the second week as Spider-Man 2 slips to third. So obviously, people bought the game day one, and then it started to, to lessen because they say it hasn't sold more. Um, shall I see? They say it was the fastest selling, but as far as longevity, it, it's it's not really It's doing well because it's Spider-Man. Like, come on now. But it's down 69% in physical sales in its second week. So, just to put it in perspective, Spider-Man 2 is the fastest-selling game, but longevity-wise, it's um, Super Mario Bros. took over. And granted, Mario as a gaming character is way more superior than Spider-Man. Like, come on now. (laughs) So, um, it is surprising to see it drop more than uh, 69% because if you think of it in, in movie terms, that's, that basically means people went to go watch the movie the first day, and then that was it, because it sold a lot, but that was it. Like it was no like, oh, only a twenty percent or thirty percent drop, and people are gradually starting to get acclimated to the game. People knew the game was coming out. People copped the game day one, and now the sales are tailing off because, basically, you know. Selves don't drop like that and spider-man 2 is so uh with that out the way i did want to get into some stats so i'm you know calling myself analytic dreams i had to get into the analytics or this wouldn't have been an analytic review so <laughs> um i'm glad i was able to give you all that so i'm not saying spider-man 2 flop i'm just saying that it definitely didn't have the legs that we thought it was going to have and deservedly so because as i get into the game you will understand that even though i'm biased in my infatuation for the spider-man character i will say from a gaming standpoint it did seem like they was holding back content to put behind a paywall in the foreseeable future all right so with that being said let's get into spider-man 2 no pun intended um (laughs) it was a little late on that but uh so the story of course is about peter and miles morales with them coexisting in the same universe which i think is very interesting because i'm not going to go on a whole nerd tangent but usually it's either one or the other miles morales showed up in the ultimate universe peter parker died peter parker has his own universe in 616 miles morales does not exist that's how it was introduced to me so to see them coexisting is a nice Change of pace because I do believe they can both coexist. But some of the problems, even in the comics, is that they'll be having issues that they could call the other Spider Man for, which is why they usually have one and the other. Because if Peter's having a bunch of trouble, you could say, Oh, why does he not just call Miles? If Miles is having a bunch of trouble with the villain, he can ask, or people will ask, Why he doesn't just call Peter? Like they're literally just blocks away, right? So That's the whole conundrum you find yourself into when or you get yourself into when trying to have Peter and Miles Morales in the same universe. So for this game to execute without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools and power plants. They all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you. With professional-grade industrial supplies, count on real-time product
1: availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. That perfectly,
0: I think, needs to be acknowledged because th- this could have went horribly wrong as far as having Peter and Miles in the same universe. I will say quickly, and then I'll get to the rest of the cast, I will say that... They, not potentially, intentionally gave Miles Morales more mesmerizing scenes. And by that, I mean the way that Mysterio is handled, the way that Martin Lee is handled, that's Miles specifically going through those trances and giving us really picture perfect moments in a spider-man game if that makes sense also spider-man going through that portal for black cat where he just ended up in like what looked like a um call me ignorant if you want to but it looked like alaska or something like i don't know where he was at he was in poland like where was that man at and what was he swinging on (laughs) but anyways uh so basically they intentionally gave miles morales more mesmerizing scenes than peter i believe that's that's my personal take on that which i don't have a problem with i'm just pointing it out so i thought it was a good balance because obviously you want to get into the peter and the symbiote storyline so they went to the highest degree to make miles morales missions stand out i mean the one okay i'm getting into the review so i'm not going to speak too much more on that but they did a great job on making me interested in both miles and peter when it came to being spider-man because Obviously, TV in the past and comic books in the past have not done it justice. Let's say that. So, <clears throat> all right, let's start at the bottom and go up. So, let's start with Aaron Davis, right? Aaron Davis in this game doesn't have much to work with. Basically, he's retired. Well, not retired by choice, retired by parole officer. You know, he's on uh, house arrest. And the biggest surprise, also, this is a spoiler. Spoiler review. So if you don't want to be spoiled about the game, then I'll just, you know, put this in the I don't even know what tab you put this in and then come back to it, you know, as or after you beat the game. So basically Aaron Davis is playing a small role in the overarching overarching story line in Spider-Man 2. He's basically there
1: to showcase that he's changed in that he has Miles' back, which is uh, would we'll just capitalize on what capitalize, I think that's right. Basically, is
0: capitalized by Miles Morales' mom also changing
1: her thought about his uncle and giving him a place to stay. That was basically it. So, he doesn't have too much to do. I'm
0: trying to think, yeah, I mean, you had your aaron davis missions where he was going around collecting his tech but really didn't cultivate into anything except you realize his mom gave him a place to stay um close to them so yeah that was basically it okay so getting into black cat black cat is also like aaron davis It's very small part and doesn't have anything to do with the overarching storyline except for she gave the location for tombstone when he was captured by craven's villains so i thought she was pretty used i think i thought she was used um pretty sparingly i think you could have had black cat a lot more in this game and by a lot more i mean forget an mj mission imagine if we had a black cat mission like come on now like i feel like it's right there as far as having a lot of characters that are interesting because spoiler review remind you but remember when you was playing as venom how crazy that felt They could have had something like that for Black Cat easily. I mean, she could have been flipping around and had her own move set. But obviously, that takes effort and resources. So they was like, nah, we just going to have her in the game for like two minutes. Granted, that mission that Black Cat and Miles was in was straight fire. One of the standouts of the game. That's why I pointed it out at the beginning when I said she uh, teleported him into the tundra or whatever um i thought that was pretty funny so anyways what else so black cat had a very sparingly uh she was very uh she was used sparingly and i would say that she pushed forward the storyline and they didn't want to overuse her so black cat is similar to aaron davis as they don't have too much to do with the game all right so the flame the flame if you don't know analytic dreams video if you want to see me go through and talk about each and every person on this uh, list so getting into the flame which is next on my list the flame basically was used to set up carnage i thought that was pretty cool because i did not see that twist coming and you'll hear me say that a lot throughout this review because i believe a great storyline is one that keeps you guessing and me being a huge Spider-Man fan, I think I have it pinpointed to the point where I'm predicting the ending, right? I'm just completely wrong. Like, I thought one thing with uh, Miles Morales' boyfriend, I thought she was going to be like a villain or something like Luke Cage or something crazy, but it ended up being like some random guy and his do- his daughter was the Easter egg. Like, stuff like that, they really keep you guessing throughout this whole storyline. And, and it's very... Um purposely written to throw you off if that makes sense like mysterio mysterio the main guy who's actually mysterio running well i haven't got to him yet so anyways the flame is to set up carnage and they did a great job on that i i think they'll probably use carnage in um spider-man 3 like i don't think they'll use them in dlc at all and we're gonna get to the dlc after my review but um they're not going to use him for DLC. They'll probably use him for Spider-Man 3. So that being said, let's get into Wraith. So Wraith is basically the cop from the Spider-Man PS4 DLC because that's when she transitions into Wraith. And you kind of see her motivation and the Spider-Man PS4 DLC. So if you didn't play it, you won't understand why Wraith is the way that she is, right? You would just think that she's just acting crazy. <laughs> like how'd she go from being a police officer to... Uh, um a murdering anti-hero right <laughs> so yeah it, it, it definitely uh her character progression in the dlc makes wraith make sense in this game and the fight with her was great i liked her performance every time she came on the sc- screen you could tell she was not playing around even when you did side missions taking people out and then she would join in uh when you interacted with her she wouldn't give you no high five no nothing like she was strictly business and that's another thing playing in his game and really taking over the fact that you're a superhero and people can join you and there's other superheroes in the world is just gratis uh it's really satisfying because i don't know if y'all know but most superhero games there's only that one superhero in a large city and it's all up to him but in this game you get a sense that it's just a plethora of other superheroes capable of taking down uh villains and enemies just like you are so i like that how you can get into a uh a random crime and another superhero will pop in whether it's miles whether it's anti-venom which if you don't know anti-venom can pop up in one of the random crimes in the scene oh no after the mission where you um basically rescue uh tombstone he could pop up as agent venom but only as Miles. I don't know why it doesn't happen as Peter, but whatever. Uh, it has its own animations and everything. So it's a nice Easter egg to let people know not to rush through the game. Because if you play as Miles, go to a random crime scene, Agent Venom will pop in, they'll have their own unique dialogue, another attention to detail, and it's just straight fire. So, yeah. Um, Wraith was fire. <laughs> I got on a side tangent, but Wraith was a great continuation of the story she was really attached to the flame storyline as she was also trying to catch the leader which ended up being cletus cassidy which is carnage so he got away of course he'll be used in spider-man 3 but wraith was a great partner for peter for that uh, whole flame arc tombstone tombstone was interesting because he was basically used as a damsel in distress even though he was holding his own quote unquote you had to rescue him out of prison and i thought that scene was nice because that's where you get introduced to agent venom you get introduced to harry being or having the symbiote because if you don't know at the ferry at the fair when you're rescuing the people from the roller coaster uh it starts to fall on peter agent venom which is harry has to show up and this is before he's agent venom with the suit he just has the symbiote he has to hold it up for peter to save the people in a roller coaster so i thought that was cool how Tombstone was incorporated in a way that not only he pushed the story forward, but he was also incorporated. Because some of the villains in Spider-Man from Spider-Man PS4 is just completely missing. Like where is Rhino? Where is Shocker? Where is Vulture? Obviously they was killed by Craven, but where are they? (laughs) Like, you ever heard the phrase "show don't tell"? They had a great moment once again. I'm gonna keep ragging on mj side missions simply for the fact that they have so many interesting characters in this game imagine in this game where most of the game you're playing is peter and miles right but then you're also instead of the mj side missions you're also having craven side missions where you're going and killing the villains that would have been so fire! like each and every villain you would have had a boss fight and then the ending scene would have been craven killing them. Obviously this is not an R-rated game so it would have been half it would have had been off screen sort of like how he killed Scorpion, how they showed that. Like that's how the ending scene could have been. But if you was playing as craven while you was taking out these different villains cause they literally just said oh rhino's dead vulture's dead and then you learn those in the MJ missions. That's why I bring that up rhino's dead vulture's dead oh he clipped his wings off like you're telling us all this stuff but you're not showing us anything the only thing they showed us was craven taking out scorpion and who cares about scorpion i want to see how he took out electro because he was like oh he was the easiest fight yeah i bet i want to see it (laughs) just because y'all ain't animated um you know seeing is believing so i like but honestly how was craven going to take out electro and how is he going to take out sandman he was trying to take out sandman for the longest That's why Sandman at the beginning of the game went crazy because Craven threatened his family or his daughter or whatever. So he was like, I'm going to find you by any means necessary. So then he blew up to that huge uh, monster. So that was wild. I was like, why tell us that all these villains from Spider-Man PS4 are dead and not even show us? Like, it doesn't have to be long. Like, if you don't want to take my idea about having a playable Craven, then at least show us the action because it's like an end game. Uh, what's infinity no it's like in infinity war when they said oh thanos already has the power stone like what <laughs> you're not going to show us the scene of him going and destroying a whole entire civilization just to get the power stone like it that is one of those things which is like come on now like show don't tell and with craven and uh no with ryan vulture and shocker i was disappointed by that i'm not even talking about how spider-man could have uh had that hilarious interaction like he did in the 90s TV show where he's yelling shocker I'll chase you to the end of the earth like you ever looked that up that that's peak comedy peak comedy I ain't gonna lie the voice actor for the 90s cartoon I don't know if he's still alive but I'm acting like they super old but uh I'm just saying like he he just did a tremendous job in that uh TV show it was just I don't know if it was great or if it was just hilarious I don't know But anyways, they they missed that moment. I'm not even mad about that whole shocker and the black symbiote not interacting. It's just more about show, don't tell. Anyways, um, so yeah, that's Tombstone. Not really too much important, too important to the story. Then we have Haley Cooper, which is Miles's significant other, well, love interest. I don't know, one of those. And she's uh, deaf, I believe. So she has a disability. She can't hear. Um, There's one scene in the game where... She's basically going around and spray painting the walls, and I thought it was a pretty interesting scene because you don't hear anything to mimic, you know, her uh, disability. But at the end of the day, I thought it was pretty solid. I thought it was a nice uh, change up, change of pace, and what usually the side missions are. And do I think it went too long? Maybe I thought it was going to go too long, but then it ended. So it, it, it like it, it tests your patience, but it's definitely a pretty nice uh, mission. Cause I imagine just listening to silence while doing a mission. Like, come on now. <laughs>
1: um,
0: What else? Dr. Connors. So Kirk Connors, of course, turned into the lizard. That was one of the main villains. Craven wanted to hunt down and kill. Uh, I think he ended up surviving. So at least he survived. But the thing with that was the chase scene and then fighting him was amazing. And that's what made me feel like, they should have shown the other heroes because i'm like if that scene was so amazing why are we not seeing that more often with the other villains like it was just so many opportunities to implement villains that you literally have the license to it's almost like it would have been different if marvel was like all right we're gonna use shocker vulture and rhino in our next avengers game you basically have spider-man's whole rogues gallery and you kill them off screen what <laughs> makes no sense but whatever lizard is just Uh, showcase of what insomnia can do if and when they choose to show villain uh, boss fights so lizard was a standout in the game one of the best boss fights if i had to rank them i guess i could do that now i would say venom by far like come on now uh number two will probably be boss fights boss fights you know a lot of venoms was venoms was nice like Venom versus Peter on the high school football field made me feel like I was playing Ultimate Spider-Man when at the start of the game, you fought Venom on that football field just 10 times better. So that's by far number one. Number two, it would have to be Venom versus
1: Kraven. And then number three, I'll probably say... I want to say the sandman fight
0: the sandman fight was a nice start to the game so yeah that'd be my top three yeah that'd be my top three and um so yeah kurt connor survived basically went back into human form trying to help out peter with the symbiote and and things of that nature but um at the end of the day he didn't really have too much to work with but you know he he made the most of of it i guess uh norman osborne now that is the main player because when i tell you his arc made no sense at the end this man went from begging on his knees for spider-man to save his son to seeing his son out of the symbiote and then he's like what did you do to my son that absolutely made no sense it's, it was almost like when um star lord hit thanos while they were trying to take the glove off it was like bro do you not know the main mission?" like you was told the main mission you agreed with the main mission and now you just completely put it in je- in jeopardy simply because of your feelings like i was so confused like the way that he was like what did you do to my son it was like did you not want me to take him out of venom or not <laughs> it was like it'd be different if his son died or something you know because then i understand be like dang i told you to save my son not kill him but his son was obviously breathing and stuff because a mile was like resuscitate him i think that's how you say it. i don't know um but yeah he was still upset over peter and miles and he kind of takes a back seat in this game which makes sense because he's probably going to be not probably he is going to be the main villain of spider-man 3 this may be a spoiler but i could see them going the ultimate comics route where he powers up into not the green goblin with the glider he'll probably have that as well but i think he'll power up in the ultimate green goblin way where he's like a, a hulking figure and he'll probably get peter the beast and he'll probably die i ain't gonna lie to you like they'll probably fight to the standstill and peter will probably die and spider-man 3 because at this point they already said miles is the main villain so now you know how peter was the main villain uh main hero of this game Next game, Miles will be the main hero. So it's going to have a focus of Miles with side Peter, which is still the same as Spider-Man 2, because I, I feel like they've really balanced the two. I don't think Peter was the main Spider-Man and Miles was the second. I think they was both really balancing the storyline. So I think that's what they're going to do with Spider-Man 3. They're just doing a publicity stunt saying Miles will be the main Spider-Man. I think they're just trying to drum up some type of talk over the game, because everybody beat it, and then it's just like radio silence. <laughs> so, um... Yeah, with, with um Norman Osborne at the end of the game, he was basically telling Dr. Octopus, it's not Octopus, it's Dr. Octavius. why did I say Octopus? Oh, because of the arms. I'm tripping. <laughs> Dr. Octavius uh asking him like what's the names to the Spider-Man. And he was basically like, you know, I ain't gonna tell you. And he's like, my son's dying. And I think he said he said something like good or something. I am like, dang, that boy cold blooded, ain't he? But anyways. I believe they'll team up, uh, begrudgingly. I think that's how you say it and take out or try to take out the Spider-Man. Cause I think Norman and Dr. Octavius took a backseat for a reason. Like I found it strange that Craven didn't go after, uh, Dr. Octavius when he was really the main villain, but I don't know, maybe he just forgot about him. Like what? <laughs> it makes sense why he didn't go after Spider-Man. That was one thing I was wondering about. I was like, why is craven not going after spider-man first i thought it was just because he was scared of him but then i realized oh he's going after somebody who will kill him if they defeat him like if spider-man defeats him he's gonna turn him into the cops like he wanted somebody to kill him which is why when the venom thing happened he was like yes like do it like i was like it was kind of weird because he was like dying from some type of illness so he wanted death by battle he didn't want death by like incarceration like dying in prison you know what i mean so i think that's why he didn't go after spider-man but anyways because he always kept mentioning he was holding back so i was like why is he not going but then it made sense so so rio morales so basically she's like the mayor of some i forget brooklyn i think and this is the one thing i'm i'm disappointed at Asomniac for why not play off the fact that everybody knows in brooklyn what miles looks like in spider-man and Miles Morales, the game, at the end, he had his mask off on some train-type moment, and everybody was like, he's a kid and all that good stuff. And in this game, they act like it just never happened. Like, he's putting his mask on, going around. Like, obviously, he can just be out willy-nilly. But, you know, at least have some type of nod that people know you're Spider-Man. Like, I maybe I missed it. I don't know. Maybe I missed it. But people in Brooklyn seem to not know who that Spider-Man was. And I'm like, in his game, he literally had his mask off, and it was like, anyways so with her i think she was great to push the emotional plot uh the the voice actor was amazing obviously going between different languages um it pays to be bilingual and uh rio morales is definitely the epitome of that as she she uh delivers some fantastic lines and languages that uh, in another language i just don't understand so mate then you got ganky lee um he was interesting he was really the guy in the chair like talk about a complete ripoff that uh mcu did for uh peter's best friend like with ned lee just being a complete ripoff of ganky uh lee because if you don't know in the comics ganky was real popular which is why the mcu ripped off ned lee from him in the comics because they was like peter needs a best friend let's take the best friend of miles and just give it to peter in the mcu and nobody would notice well guess what everybody noticed it was like this is a complete ripoff of Genki. so Whenever you see the best friend of Peter, Ned Lee, and the Homecoming movies, and you look at this character, just know that character came first in the comics. It wasn't like, oh, Miles then took Peter's best friend. Now, like, nah, (laughs) uh, Miles had that in the beginning, and then Peter took it. So... Is that culture appropriation? I don't know. Anyways, uh, so yeah, Genki Lee basically was the ultimate guy in the chair. Really helped out a lot. So he helped out a lot with uh, Peter and Miles. He was an intricate part of the team. And uh, I don't know if Genki and, Miles, and MJ had too many interactions, but it seemed like they should have talked more. But maybe I'm tripping. Like Maybe they should have had back and forth. Like, oh, uh, I mean, I guess that would have been, that have been like boring. Like, oh, what is your... uh. What's your uh, logistics on this? Well, you know, I triangulated the position and I think it's right here. Well, okay. Let me run that through my system. Like we ain't trying to hear all that. Uh, So that makes sense. But I feel like Genki and uh, MJ was just as important to the Spider-Man team, which is, so I am, I am, I am (laughs) interested how Genki goes forward because I know in the comics, he ended up
1: being a villain. I
0: don't think that happened here, but you never know. So
1: anyways, um Venom Venom with uh with the MVP performance. I ain't going to
0: lie to you. When Venom showed up, it was it was it was uh
1: it was tumultuous times, man. It was It was crazy.
0: Venom showed up and immediately you was able to play as Venom. You know what I thought Insomniac was going to do? And I don't know why they didn't do this. Literally, the opportunity, there's so many opportunities that the Insomniac missed that just seems like they were just rushed throughout the production or maybe just somebody didn't think of it. But I just feel like it's just so obvious. Like, having Venom playable is as obvious as having Venom fight Spider-Man. You know what I mean? Like, imagine Venom was playable and you didn't fight Spider-Man oh wait that actually did happen <laughs> so when venom first shows up right i thought we was going to get a scene where so basically venom eventually well harry gets the symbiote suit back from peter if you already played the game you already know what i'm talking about got the symbiote suit back from peter then he started to grow into venom and then once he grew into venom i thought we was going to see uh, a huge life bar pop up and it's a spider-man Instead, he just flings him across the room and then he's just passed out for the rest of the Venom mission. I'm like, what in the world is this? I'm like, come on. Like, I feel like the opportunity is right there. I feel like if I was a game developer and i seen that, I'm like, why not just have Venom whoop Spider-Man right there on the spot? Like, <laughs> like what are we doing? It doesn't have to be no long fight. Like, you could have took out his health bar, uh, his health bar and like, three or four shots but still like making some type of fight because we had all the mechanics spider-man already has his mechanics obviously we've seen a cpu spider-man help out i feel like the mechanics are already there and they just completely botched botched that whole interaction but whatever um you got to play as venom and it ended up being one of the better missions in the game as at the end you took out um craven and you bit his head off so you basically gave him the defeat he wanted which is defeat by death (laughs) so he wanted a death battle type scenario which is why he never went after spider-man he knew if spider-man beat him it was just going to be you know turn you into the cops so yeah venom at the end of being of just running rampant like hulk style just through everything uh ended up biting off craven's head in the middle of Times square so there's a scene for you speaking of that craven all right so craven obviously main villain of the middle act i think craven was done to the highest degree to make him a very um intimidating villain he had his own theme song and everything and the voice actor was great um i do feel like we should have been able to see at least see him take out the other villains in in Spider-Man PS4 like it should have been like he took out the villains and then you cut back to the mission like you know how there were certain camps where you go to it and you hear uh voice recordings of him talking about his family his family like killing each other basically for the approval of Craven, some sick stuff they had going on those uh voice recordings but I think they should have also had some type of video recording that you could have seen similar to how they did Scorpion, literally how they did Scorpion. That computer, he could have clicked on another one and seen how he took out um the rest of the villains. Because I'm like, I just don't believe he's able to take out Electro. I don't care what nobody say. Electro is, is pretty powerful, if I do say so myself. So, you know, not that I've you know, fought him or anything, because, you know, fictional character. But y'all got what I'm saying, right? Anyways, all right. <laughs> Harry Osborn. I feel, I think Harry was lackluster when it comes to voice acting. The voice actor could have been better. I don't know if it's just because he was next to Yuri for most of the game, but the, the dynamic was there as far as Peter and Harry's relationship. But when Harry really had to hit home those lines or those vocal, those emotional uh, delivery, I don't think he really hit it out the park i think it was like bare bones and mediocre so uh that's just a complaint i had because it was just obvious compared to yuri Lonthal as a uh, spider-man it was like dang like imagine having to record voice lines against him like you just that man was getting outperformed it, it was like if if steph curry was shooting against jordan Poole, it was like dang you really see the difference and hear the difference <laughs> but anyways um Harry as a character um had a great story arc and it made ex- it made s- complete sense I'm mad that the de- developers lied to us about Harry not being Venom like if they're gonna lie to us about that then what else they gonna lie to us about I'm like at this point you can't believe nothing developers said like they pulled the okie doke on us they said they been said Harry's not gonna be Venom so we out here thinking oh maybe it's Eddie Brock. maybe it's Peter come to find out it's actually Harry. like what in the world like y'all just gonna lie straight to our face that's crazy so anyways um as you see in the gameplay uh (laughs) i have uh well i don't know if this will play exactly when i'm talking so but anyways i'll just tell you in general i had fall damage off so some of the gameplay you see I may uh, run into some stuff and some of the gameplay also may be a little blurry and that's because when it transitioned because I record in 720 at least but when I transitioned to YouTube it only had 480 so I don't know like let me see I don't know why that is honestly I gotta look at my YouTube settings but yeah it had 480p is like the max so that's kind of weird I'm not gonna lie I don't know. I don't know why, but I recorded. So what I was seeing on my screen and my game capture was a little different than what you're seeing on here right now, but whatever, I guess it's uh, a lesson for the future, but what else? So Harry was good and his voice actor
1: could have been better. Let me just leave it at that. Mary Jane Watson. Moment of silence, man. Moment of silence for all
0: the constructive feedback we gave to Insomniac after Spider-Man PS4. When I tell you they heard that in it with in one ear and out the other, I really mean it. Like they must have really thought that we was joking about not liking those MJ missions. <clears throat> the way that they use MJ in this game was obviously to push the storyline forward and to show us different plot points that you may have not gotten at spider-man which i completely don't agree with that but it was very much to the point where they was trying to make you feel like mary jane was the second coming of black widow the way that she was taking out professional assassins the way that she was taking out symbios, mind you that was dodging peter's attacks like you got to the point in the game where you had the only this is thing in the game was it's, it's parrying it's a new feature and in the insomniac spider-man it wasn't in miles and it wasn't in uh, spider-man ps4 basically you have to parry attacks right if par- if peter has to parry to hit these enemy types you you gonna convince me that mary jane is out here one-shotting symbiotes like come on let's really think about it <laughs> now obviously it's a superhero game so i'm already suspending my de- belief but when mary jane watson takes a point blank like dart to the chest and takes it off like nothing happened i was like all right okay bro what are you about to tell me next she she hulk like she about to grow into a hulk or something and start fighting them like that was just really unbelievable like at some points in the mary jane missions it was just like it was eye-rolling. Like, at least Last of Us with Ellie, they don't have her going through none that's like, oh, wow, she's a superhuman. Like, it's just human stuff, right? She took a whole tranquilizer dart from a professional assassin and kept shooting like it was nothing. At that point, I'm just like, that's bad writing. Like, it's only so much I could suspend my disbelief in a superhero game, and that's saying something. <clears throat> so the MJ missions was terrible. They could easily replace that with a uh, playable v- craven taking out the villains from the Spider-Man PS4 game, or just not have her in a game. Like, not have her in a game. I'm, I'm not saying that. But not have her playable. Like, this simple. It's, I think it's simple. Whatever. Um, so, yeah, no more MJ missions, please. Like, I'm begging you. And I already know. Next game, they probably gonna... Because it's like the double downing on it. It's, like, it's almost like when an artist puts out a bad album, everybody tells them it's bad. Or not bad when an artist puts out a bad track on a very good album and everybody tells them the album is phenomenal except for that particular song. And then they go in and they're like, Oh, part two, part three on the next album. It's like, what? Like, am I a joke to you? (laughs) Like, are we giving feedback or not? Like I'm so confused. So MJ missions was just too much. And The way that they had her playing like Ellie from The Last of Us, I feel like in Spider-Man 3, she may literally just be taking out people on some um, rooftop beat, like some some Black Widow, Spider-Woman type beat. Like at this point, they may act like she actually has the symbiote still in her. uh, Because if you don't know, she turns into a symbiote, which is one of the greater scenes in the game. Reminds me of when Peter from the MCU Spider-Man, was in a car with Vulture and his, and his uh, daughter. That's how I felt with Spider-Man. Well, with Peter, Harry and MJ in that, uh, Aunt May house scene. That was fantastic. But anyways, uh, Venom gives MJ some of the symbiote, you know, not by choice. Um, and she becomes scream. If they work it to where she still has scream in her system, that will make sense. That will make sense. but, as of now, she's just a regular human taking out professional assassins and symbiotes, superhuman symbiote. So, yeah, man, I don't know. I feel like they're just going to double down. Like might as well get some Call of Duty producers, while, uh, Call of Duty developers while you're at it for the next uh, Spider-Man game because MJ just going to be out there shooting like crazy. So anyways, Miles, getting to Miles Morales, it's simple fantastic amazing story arc i really like how he was factuated on on lee because that was the killer of his dad they really pinpointed that home because in spider-man ps4 i feel like a lot of the plot plot points wasn't built uh built up up upon with spider-man 2 but for Miles' dad dying in spider-man ps4 i love how they focus on that because that's a real driving factor just like aunt may is or uncle ben was or still is for peter so i love how they drove that home Uh, The whole fighting Peter and actually winning with him having the symbiote on. I think that showcased how strong Miles is at this point in time in his uh, arc and showed that he's capable of becoming a main Spider-Man. So I really like how they performed that. And then Yuri. Yuri Lowenthal as Peter. If he doesn't get the award for Best Voice Actor, I ain't gonna lie. may I have to throw the whole game awards away because... The performance that he gives as Peter, I'm not I'm not kidding you when I'm telling you it's night and day compared to everybody else. Like, the only one that's probably close is probably the voice of Venom, which is Tony Todd. That's the only person, like, all of these other actors are good, right? Except for Harry. I, I felt like he could have did better. But all the other voice actors are top-notch, right? even even miles miles does a great job uh naji jeter he does a great job as miles but i'm telling you when yuri lawenthal starts to voice act is re- it really is like watching steph shoot versus watching other people shoot like his range especially not to mention especially when they go to younger missions as younger peter in the way he changes his vocal inflection compared to uh current time peter classic master class on how to voice act in the game i'm not gonna lie to you like it's it, it was really some special stuff and it made even more sense when they told me he was the voice actor for sasuke i was like ah he was anime voice actor you know they they have all type of range don't they <laughs> so anyways um he did fantastic and, and peter as a character i will say that the way that he went throughout the game and kind of dealt with aunt may's passing Seemed to be easier than I thought he would have took it, if that makes sense. Like, I know they showed him flashbacks of him crying when Aunt May died and stuff like that and thinking it was his fault, but I feel like the arc of MJ not moving in with him was weighing on him more than Aunt May dying, which, you know, maybe that was intentional, but I feel like the Aunt May part should have been more prominent, but... Maybe some people disagree with me cuz you know I feel like they was both prominent I'm just nitpicking at this point Peter's storyline and arc uh, along with Miles which is executed just it was just excellent excellent execution with both of the story arcs. It's just obvious stuff in this game that they left out that could have been implemented. That's already there. Two playable Spider-Man co-op. That's literally the the foundation for co-op. You already have the mechanics if you had co-op with the um I forget what the mode is called, but it's basically when you go till you die. I forget what that's called. If you had that type of mode and had leaderboards, like, that would have been insane. Obviously, it probably would have broke the game because now that I'm done with the characters, let's get to the overall game, right? The bugs and glitches are out of hand. Y'all gotta stop releasing these games with multiple game-breaking bugs. My game restarted two to three times, and I'm telling you, the amount of bugs that I had where I couldn't advance the mission, where I had a restart checkpoint was more than double digits. So I'm like, the amount of vitriol that Cyberpunk 2077 got, I'm not saying Spider-Man 2 is on the same level. But as far as bugs and glitches and game-breaking bugs, I don't know if people was really pinpointing that like they were for Cyberpunk 2077. Now, I think that's a little double, that's a double standard right there. I, I ain't gonna lie to you. Like, imagine any other, imagine if Starfield, if Starfield had game breaking bugs and glitches that led you to believe that this game was rushed I don't think y'all would ever let them uh live that down so yeah the bugs are out of hand they really do need to fix this game like I thought Jedi Survivor frame rate was was laggy at times Spider-Man just sometimes straight up just like glitches out like you would be in a mission And one of of the last people you got to take out would be like underground and you can't hit them. So now you got to restart the checkpoint. Or one of those birds will fly into a building and now you can't hit it. So now you got to restart the checkpoint. Or you'll defeat all the enemies, but the game won't notice. So now you're just walking around. Now you got to restart the checkpoint. Or you're playing in a game and you do this move and the game completely breaks down. Blue screen, now you got to restart the mission. Like like it's so many bugs and, and those are like, only a a few of of the multiple bugs I ran into so for that alone it definitely can't be game of the year like it's just broken um game breaking bugs are not really acceptable for me because if it's bugs where you can get past I don't care like if it's bugs where it's clipping stuff like that I don't care but game breaking to where I have to restart the checkpoint or restart the entire game multiple times you can't have game of the year not for this year for this time span the release window your game was a buggy mess (laughs) so i still have jedi survivor as my favorite game of 2023 but from a bias standpoint i would personally prefer to play spider-man more but from a game package and from a gamer perspective jedi survivor is still my game of the year so uh, i know i titled that uh, for episode 131 and i did that on purpose because i wanted people to think that I was going to say this game was game of the year, but definitely not. I don't even know if it's in my top three, honestly. Like right now, I go off of what I've played and also what I see. So for me personally, for me personally, it's Jedi Survivor. It's Baldur's Gate.
1: It's Armored Core. I would say, let me see. What other games have I played? I would say remnant two. And then fifth. Fifth, I would either say Zelda or Mario. Actually, no.
0: Change. I haven't even thought about this list. I'm just going off the top. I would change Zelda or Mario to number two. So I would say Jedi Survivor, Mario or Zelda. Um, because i don't think you can have both from nintendo in one
1: category baldur's gate three armor core and then i would say remnant two
0: so yeah so spider-man two doesn't even make my list honestly and it's not it's not because it's a bad game it's don't even (laughs) hey this game is amazing but it's just the bugs like from a objective standpoint it's just not a complete game it's buggy mess a lot of modes are missing easy implement like easy modes e- easy mode to uh implement is co-op like like or some type of local co-op like you already have the gameplay mechanics the other spider-man already jumps in to save you for uh different uh random crimes it's like come on it's right there and i feel like they was just i don't know if there was rushed, if they was lazy i don't know what it was but it's not in the game, so that's just un- unacceptable. So, with that being said, that is my Spider Man 2 review. I'm trying to think of anything else, I'll probably just get go all over the place at this point. Um, as far as the story overview, Venom by far was the standout best villain of the game. Um, I'm yeah, I like I like when I go by character because I, I break it down pretty. I even think I, Mysterio wasn't even on this list. That's funny. So Mysterio, uh, talking about him, he was a plot twist that I give credit to the whole writer's staff. The way that they wrote this whole story was fantastic. I would think this will happen, that will happen. I would think C will happen, D will happen. Like It was just very great with this plot twist to the fact that I thought Mysterio was actually bad, but it was the people he was surrounding himself with that was using his technology against him to take out spider-man i guess i don't know what they thought they was about to do with that technology but um yeah so that was a nice plot point and mysterio had a pretty nice presence with that i'm trying to think anything i missed uh i think it's basically a it. venom i wish it was more venom that's the only thing i would say they they obviously took from spider-man web of shadows As far as inspiration, which is nothing wrong with it. I mean, you know, as long as you're improving upon it, which they definitely did. But I wish Venom, I think Venom's section probably lasts about two hours, maybe three. Could have been longer. Definitely could have had a longer buildup of of Spider-Man trying to find Venom and then getting to the point where he's putting the rock together and taking over the whole uh, New York. Because the way that Web of Shadows did it, it was already laid out for you. Could have had way more game but like i said i feel like they looked at their total price split it by hours and they was like all right this is as much content we're going to give them and i was like dang shame on them because i already know dlc is coming apparently is you know i said i was going to speak on that the end. but apparently daredevil dlc is coming so it's going to be completely different from this storyline so none of, none of these plot points are going to keep showing up which is interesting but um so we have to wait to a whole nother game to get more venom and i don't know about i don't know about y'all but i don't know if everybody can wait for that 19. you know what i'm saying like some people fiend for it some people do the unthinkable for that 19. you know what i'm saying <laughs> and that's how that's how i'm in my review so anyways uh click my link tree in my bio let me know on one of my social medias do you think Spider-Man 2 is the greatest game of 2023? And if you don't, what is your favorite game that's came out this year? Save big on brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for 129 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $249 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon.